It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington Football with the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, David Harrison. Chris Russell is off for today's episode, guys. He wanted to join us, wanted to come on, but he's driving through storms on his way home from spending some time with his family. So I told him, focus on driving, just be safe. I'll go it alone on this episode. We will be back together for tomorrow's episode. In the meantime, you can find Chris on Twitter at Russellmania621. You can also find him on the Team 980 and 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. and covering your Washington football team for Sports Illustrated. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82 and then find the show at LockedWFTPod. We've got a full episode for you guys here with some news developing. I mean, when is there never, when is there not news with this franchise, right? But some good news, some more positive type news coming for the Washington football team franchise on Monday that we're going to talk about here. We're going to talk about a big name free agent on the market who could be looking for a team that's that's up and coming and maybe looking for a kind of a role player position on a defense that has some guys that are kind of solidified. We'll be talking about that and what the chances are that that player lands in the nation's capital. And then our free agent focus today is going to be offensive tackle Trent Williams. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're all very familiar with Trent, uh, the potentially former San Francisco 49ers offensive tackle. Now we're going to be talking about him at the end of today's episode. If you're a returning listener to the show, welcome back. We're glad that you're back with us. And if you're new to the show, just finding us for the first time, welcome. We hope you stick around a little bit. Either way, if you're new, if you're returning, please hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice. Go ahead and leave a rating preferably a good one leave a review let us know how we're doing and help other fans of the washington football team franchise find this show just like you did getting started now for segment one of today's episode locked on washington football team podcast we're talking about a new hire in the front office as the washington football team announced they have hired chris polian to be the the new director of pro personnel for the washington football franchise if you recognize that last name it is because chris is the son of legendary general manager bill polian 2016 hall of fame inductee chris himself has been working in football for quite a while now has a has a very extensive resume of experience and the brunt of it the majority of his nfl experiences come with the indianapolis colts franchise with whom he spent 1998 until 2011 with them in various roles uh kind of capping out there as vice president and general manager from 2009 to 2011 in 2012 he served as a scout on the atlanta falcons staff and then 2013 and 2019 he worked with the jacksonville jaguars as their director of pro personnel sat out of football for 2020 after being dismissed from the jaguars and then now joins the washington football team to be their director of pro personnel starting with the 2021 season so chris is a guy who has been on a super bowl winning franchise winning the super bowl with the indianapolis colts back in 2006 and then he was in charge of their draft for quite a while for for a little bit for a few years there uh responsible for drafting guys to the indianapolis colts like Pat McAfee, who has, of course, now since gone on to bigger and better things with his radio and podcasting career. Jerry Hughes, who is still in the National Football League, playing now for the Buffalo Bills. 
and then Anthony Costanzo drafted in the first round of 2011, still playing for the Indianapolis Colts as of this year. Chris now joins a front office that includes obviously Ron Rivera has a, has a big say and a big, uh, big, big, a lot of pull in, in the direction that the front office goes. Of course, earlier in the offseason, the, the Washington football team also brought in Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney and Eric Stokes and Tim Gribble. So a whole lot of people, and the question has to come up is, are, are there too many cooks in the kitchen right now for this franchise? And I got to say that it's starting to look a little bit crowded. I think it really is, and it's kind of interesting. In an offseason that you know is going to be dominated by quarterback conversations, they might have more people in the front office than they're ever going to have quarterbacks. In fact, at this point, I think they, they definitely do. Um, all of these minds, all of them are very accomplished. All of them are very smart. All of them are very football savvy. But again, you have to have the cook. The question is too many cooks in the kitchen. Are there too many people kind of putting this whole thing together for the Washington football team franchise in 2021? Only time is going to tell. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say they're necessarily doing anything wrong. Uh, it's, it's really going to be a, a, a test in just how, how well they build that team together, how well they all kind of blend, mesh, come together pull in the same direction as everybody likes to say and then of course as long as everybody has an understanding a clear understanding of who at the end of the day has the final say the final decision everybody has input but one person has the decision and at the end of the day they're all hoping for success together as long as they keep that mentality i think everything will be fine is when you start getting some of those egos pulling in different directions and some of those people who think that their genius is better than somebody else's genius that you have some of those problems but we'll have to keep an eye on that and see what happens uh for those of interest i mean again chris isn't going to have you know the final say in draft picks and all that stuff but his teams that he helped build and and even bill polling teams that he helped build were often very heavy on the offensive side of the ball ron rivera obviously a defensive uh player in his nfl career considered a defensive coach but we'll see how that balance again kind of blends out as they go along it'll definitely be interesting to hear what chris thinks of this tomorrow on wednesday's episode here at the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. I'm sure he's going to have some thoughts, some opinions on how this might blend. And, and listen, he might have a different opinion to me. He might think there's already too many people kind of getting involved in this whole brain trust operation. Uh, me, I'm more of a wait and see kind of guy. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of let, let's see if they actually know what they're doing, if they know what they're putting together. You have expectations, and I'm sure that everybody involved is expecting to be a team player, expecting to be heard, but then also be able to put the welfare of the team before their own interest and what they think is best necessarily but we you know we'll see we'll see how it all operates so with that we're gonna get into our first break a little bit early so that we can save a little bit of time in segment two to discuss a couple of items and have more time to do that without having to worry about some of these time limits brought to us by our friends at betonline.ag and for those of you who don't know bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action because football might be over but the nba college basketball and the nhl are in full swing baseball is right around the corner BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updates on odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag. Use your mobile device or your computer. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with betonline.ag your online sports book experts. Segment two of the Locked On Washington football team podcast coming up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back now here the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. David Harrison, your host on Twitter at dharrison82. Find the show at Pod. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than a Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing our conversation for today's episode, and uh, listen, after the news broke that Chris Polian had been hired by the Washington football team franchise, I actually at one point went over to sportsillustrated.com and, and wanted to go see if Chris had had the opportunity to write anything about the hiring or if he had dropped any thoughts of his own onto the website there for the publication. And uh, while I was looking around and kind of digging around for information and, and what people thought about the move, I actually stumbled upon a little video that I thought was interesting. The topic is interesting and the reaction itself was also interesting. So I wanted to go ahead and share that with you guys on this episode here today. Let's talk about the winners of the NFC East division, the Washington football team. They came this close to upsetting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs. They're a young team that played four different quarterbacks and exceeded expectations this season, but are the real contenders in the future. Mike, true or false? In two seasons, the Washington football team can be in the Super Bowl. Bree, I am absolutely a buyer on the idea of the Washington football team going places. Yes, Super Bowl places. Uh, first of all, there is uh, the 500 league, everybody go 8-8 eight and eight, parody set up in this NFL. So, so that allows a good team to become great for a moment. Now, when you win the division, uh, the schedule is designed to slap you down a little bit. And in the NFC East, oddsmakers still think the Cowboys are the best team, even though the Cowboys have done virtually nothing to prove that. Uh, in terms of performance, head-to-head and otherwise, Washington uh, was clearly the best team in the division in 2020. And if they solve their quarterback problem, if you even consider Alex Smith to be a problem, because he's not necessarily a problem, uh, he offered a lot of solutions in this past year. Yeah, I, I, think, I think of Washington as being a true contender, uh, being really high, productive quarterback play, away from being able to do more potentially than anybody else in the NFC East and then being able to get to a playoff game uh, as they did against Tampa Bay and go win the thing and then go win another. Uh, you include the fact that Ron Rivera has built uh, an organization now that is football-centric rather than silliness-centric. And yeah, I, I think Washington and Super Bowl gets to be said in the same sentence. Fish. Out. All right, guys, that was Bree Amaranthus of SI.com asking Mike Fisher, also of SI.com, about the Washington football team becoming a Super Bowl contender in just two years' time. And I know a lot of people think that might be a really tall task, but then Mike Fisher kind of uh, kind of alluding there, too. We've talked about it on this show as well, parody along the NFL. The NFL is the best professional sports league in America, possibly in the world, for a reason. And that reason is they have put a system in place through the draft system, through the free agency system, some of these uh, compensatory picks that teams get when they lose big name, big contributing free agents during the offseason. 
all of that has kind of helped them lead to having so much parity in this league that it really is designed to go eight and eight. That's the cliche that you hear time and time again, but it really is true. Every team has the opportunity to build a squad and build a game plan and a scheme that, that allows them to beat other teams. And we see this all the time when the Washington football team themselves beat the Pittsburgh Steelers and ended that undefeated run in the regular season. You know, a lot of people kind of came to rush and said, you know, maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers just weren't who they thought, who we thought they were. But a lot of people also gave the Washington football team roster and the coaches a lot of credit, which I think they should have. And it just kind of goes to show you any given Sunday, any given weekend, any given Monday night, Thursday night, whenever it is, any NFL team, given the right circumstances and opportunities, can beat the other. I mean, even the Kansas City Chiefs who made it to the Super Bowl this year, you see them lose to the Las Vegas Raiders who didn't make it to the playoffs, struggle a little bit to beat teams like the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Meanwhile, they beat teams like the New Orleans Saints on the way a little bit easier, the Buffalo Bills, and then ultimately fall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who they had beaten in the regular season. The Buccaneers also going through and beating the Saints in the playoffs who they had lost to twice in the regular season. So, I mean, you just see this back and forth. There really is no such thing in the National Football League as one kind of dominant team that just kind of runs the table. It's very rare to see those types of teams. And then even the last undefeated regular season team, the New England Patriots, 16-0 in the regular season, end up losing to the New York New York Giants in the Super Bowl, who they had beaten during the regular season. So you kind of see that parody in, in so many examples. So for Mike to hit on that was really kind of a brilliant way of looking at this. And then uh, what I really like him saying, because I've said it since I've been on this show, guys, this is my third full week on the show, and, and you guys have heard me say this if you've been listening, uh, that I felt like the Washington football team was the best team in the NFC East last year. Uh, this last you know 2020 season I know that uh, that's you know maybe that's not the most amazing thing to say it's not the most competitive division not the division that had any you know double digit win teams or anything like that but you look at the Dallas Cowboys even with Dak Prescott guys I've heard some Dallas Cowboys folks talk about how they think the Cowboys team if Dak Prescott doesn't get hurt would have won 11 games something like that they're one in three playing in that game with Dak Prescott and I mean yeah he gets injured and maybe they would have won that game go two and three and then who knows but to think that a team that starts off the season one and three is going to then go off and rattle off 10 more wins uh, if they keep their quarterback alone. That's that's a little bit of a, you know, probably an overinflation of confidence, I think, from some people out there. Uh, then you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and they've just kind of been a train wreck ever since they won the Super Bowl, really. And then the New York Giants are still having struggles. You know, Saquon Barkley, uh, a supreme talent, but he just can't stay healthy, it seems. And then Daniel Jones kind of is what a lot of people said he is, and then, you know, pointing to the kind of the overdrafting of the quarterback position that the Washington football team franchise, and obviously you guys in the fan base, are very aware of uh, the dangers of overdrafting quarterbacks. Uh, but yeah, I think when you look at it, and even with you know the current quarterback situation, whether it's Taylor Heineke, whether it's Alex Smith, whoever they decide to go to, I do. I think the Washington football team franchise is set up in the best position to make a run to, to compete or win the division title for the next two or three seasons if they do things right. And that's always kind of the caveat to this, right? You have to draft smart. You have to draft effectively, and you got to get a little bit of luck. Injuries are not things that you can really scout for. You know what I mean? Like, you can have a guy come in, light the world on fire for four or five weeks, go down with a season-ending injury, and then there you are. That's the situation you're in, and then you have to see what they do the next season. Um, obviously, the Washington football team hitting pretty well on this last draft, the 2020 NFL draft, getting Chase Young in there. He kind of proved to be what everybody thought he would probably be. Cam Curl giving amazing value out of the seventh round. But then you go through the rest of that class and third round pick Antonio Gibson, one of my favorite running backs, one of my favorite position players uh, coming into the 2020 NFL draft lands in Washington has a very good rookie season. Uh, Sadiq Charles um, unfortunately struggled with a lot of things, but he still has that potential, that upside that you hope to see next year if he can stay healthy, get healthy and then stay, stay healthy. Same thing with wide receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden. And then even some of those other players, especially, I mean, defensive end James Smith-Williams, 
uh, was actually someone during the offseason, during the draft process that I got very, very intrigued with. We'll kind of see how he develops and what he turns into for the team. But if you're talking about making it to the Super Bowl in two years, you kind of have a model. And I don't want to say you're going to mimic the entire roster, the game plan or anything like that. But you have a team that just two years ago, guys, was drafting in the top five of the NFL draft. And that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who just won Super Bowl 55. Two years ago, they selected Devin White with the number five overall pick, an off-ball linebacker that a lot of people said probably wasn't the right pick, probably wasn't the safest pick, whatever. But he has turned out to be not only a captain on the team, but one of the best off-ball linebackers in the National Football League and had a lot to do with that postseason run. Once he came back, he did not play against the Washington football team, but did come back starting the divisional round, the NFC Championship, and then, of course, the final game there against Kansas City Chiefs had a huge role in what they were able to do in helping them win the Super Bowl. And that kind of is indicative of the turnaround that this Washington football team franchise is trying to do. When you look at everything happening here, even going to running back Ronald Jones, who was on the roster before Bruce Arians arrived at Tampa, did not have a role with former head coach Dirk Cutter. It wasn't until Bruce got there that Ronald Jones was able to kind of start tapping into some of that potential that made him a top five league or running back for much of this last season before getting injured, coming down with COVID for a little bit, having to be restricted because of that. And then Leonard Fournette kind of took the reins and took off from there. But then even beyond that, a few key free agent signs. And there's no Tom Brady's out there this offseason for the Washington football team to go go sign. But you look at that defense side of the ball, especially. Uh, Shaquille Barrett has only been with the team for two years. Devin White, we already talked about. Vita Vea was a guy who existed on the team already, but his role was shifted. And the way that they used him in the scheme was adjusted to maximize his talents. And really, you've seen him kind of shine over these last two seasons then during the playoffs, during that postseason run in those last two games when he was able to come back from his ankle injury. Sean Murphy Bunting, drafted in the last two years. Jamel Dean, drafted in the last two years. Mike Edwards, same thing, drafted in the last two years. Antoine Winfield Jr., Tristan Wirfs, both rookies. So in the last two years, this Buccaneers team has either added or unlocked the lot, a lot of the potential and a lot of the talent that helped get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Tom Brady put it all together, but all that stuff was kind of already there. All that talent was already there waiting on that roster. And that's something that Mike Evans actually said after the Super Bowl is that they always knew they had a very talented roster and very talented group and a capable group of guys. They just kind of needed to bring it all together. That's what the Washington football team is doing right now. They've already got a solid group of talent. They need to add some more talent to the group and then figure out what they're going to do with the quarterback position, find a way to bring it all together, and you just got to make that run. But first things first, right, you got to hit the tournament. And like Mike Fisher was talking about there, like we've already said on this show, we do believe that the Washington football team has the makings. They have the trappings of a team that can go out there and really make some noise in the NFC East for another season at least, and then for a couple more after that. We'll see how it goes as we continue down the line, of course. But things are definitely looking up for the Washington football team. And you can't claim homers, guys, because I just started covering this team, and Mike Fisher uh, over there for SI.com does what he does over there as well. So speaking of adding the, the key pieces, the keys, ingredients to make this whole thing work, we're going to add another player to our free agent profile this offseason. And it's a player that you're all very familiar with. And we're going to do it thanks to a sponsor of this show that we hope you guys all go get familiar with if you're not already. And that, of course, is rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you're going to need in a traditional chain storefront so why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions about your vehicle and then wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the brands that his warehouse just happens to carry? You have a computer, you have a cell phone, or you have access to one, you have access to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and they have auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection and reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Segment three of the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast coming up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back now for 73 of the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. After you're done listening to today's episode, head on over to Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much, much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, final segment. We're going to do our free agent focus, and we're talking about Trent Williams' offensive tackle coming out of the San Francisco 49ers organization. Of course, most of you are familiar with Trent Williams because he spent the first nine years of his career with the Washington football franchise at the time called the Washington Redskins and made the Pro Bowl in the last seven of those every single year from 2012 to 2018 before missing the 2019 season in a very bitter bitter dispute with the franchise ultimately being traded to the San Francisco 49ers in exchange for a 2025th round draft pick and a 2021 third round draft pick. He then went on to restructure the final year of his contract with the San Francisco 49ers, making him a free agent this year if he decides not to re-sign or if the 49ers decide not to re-sign uh, the, the veteran offensive tackle. Could he possibly make a return back to the Washington football team? And I'll tell you, uh, there, there's an Oklahoma Sooners writer for Sooners Wire, part of USA Today Sports, by the name of Brianna Dix, who went ahead and she did a column up about the potential landing spots for Trent Williams outside of San Francisco and she listed the Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts, Carolina Panthers, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Los Angeles Chargers as the five teams that she could see Trent Williams ending up with if he does not return to the 49ers. Trent is currently number five on Pro Football Focus's free agent list. He's 32 years old. He's going to be turning 33, projected to make $20 million on average per year over the life of a four-year contract looking at about a $62.5 million guaranteed contract at $80 million total. And look, give him, you know, say whatever you want about the guy, but he sat out an entire season of football, came back, and then in 2020 made the play or made the Pro Bowl list, the Pro Bowl roster for the San Francisco 49ers. Granted, there weren't or there wasn't an actual Pro Bowl game, but he still made the list and that still goes down on his resume. And it's interesting. I think we're going to have to get a little bit of, of insight from Chris tomorrow when he comes back to this episode because from the outside looking in, and I mean, I, I watched everything that unfolded with Trent Williams and the Washington franchise from the same perks that a lot of you guys did. I was not covering this team at the time. I uh, didn't really have any connections to the team, any people I knew in the business that really covered them up close and personal. 
So I didn't really have any information that you couldn't get off of an ESPN or an SI.com or anything like that. So I kind of had the same view you did. And from, from where I sat, it does not look like burgundy and gold are colors that Trent Williams would ever be interested in wearing again, not so much because of the colors or necessarily the fan base, but because of the way that he left that franchise and the way that he felt treated by that franchise. Granted, a lot of those players are now gone. A lot of those people that he had issues with are now gone. Uh, but owner Dan Snyder obviously is still around, so I don't know how much of that he begrudges on him. So for me personally, I know that the the Washington football team obviously has a need at on the offensive line and at tackle specifically, but I don't think Trent Williams is probably a viable option uh, for the team. But hey, listen, if, if they want to make the call and they make the call and he's willing to sit down and have a conversation, by all means, you go ahead and do so. I just don't kind of see it happening. If you have a take or you have an opinion on Trent Williams returning to Washington, Go ahead, hit us up at Locked WFT Pod. Let us know your thoughts, your opinions, and we'll be sure to get Chris's as he kind of comes as he comes back and kind of catches up with everything we've been talking about this week on tomorrow's episode. Before we leave out of today's episode, guys, I do want to drop something on you. If uh, I don't know how many of you out there are aware of it or have seen it, if you have Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers and former Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver Vincent Jackson was unfortunately found deceased on Monday afternoon in a Tampa hotel. And I know it doesn't have anything directly to do with the Washington football team franchise. However, uh, the NFL football players in general do consider themselves kind of a community within society. And because of that, a death in the league that kind of affects a lot of people really kind of speaks to every team in the league. Details are still kind of emerging out there. I don't want to speculate as to what exactly happened, what went down, how it went down, but I do want to share a little bit of insight uh, on Vincent Jackson, a, a really just kind of known as really great dude and, and on multiple levels, not just as a football player, but also in the community. Uh, me being a person who covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and has been doing so for a little while and then also being a member of the military for 20 years, uh, Vincent Jackson meant things to me personally on two different levels. Obviously, you have the football, uh, the football impact that he made as a member of the Buccaneers and then the Chargers before that, but also his love and his dedication to the military community. VJAX did a lot of work for military family, families, military members through his organization, his foundation, his charitable work. So something that is, is that we very much appreciate from him uh, specifically. Just want to send out from Chris and I from the show uh, our thoughts and prayers to his family as they deal with this tough time, tough situation. To remind all of you out there uh, to be good to yourself as much as we ask you to be good to one another. It's important to take care of yourself and take care of your family take care of the things that you need to do. So I just wanted to share those thoughts with you guys here. As an NFL community, it does affect kind of the entirety of the group as a whole. Speaking of the Washington Football Team podcast, we will be back at it again tomorrow. Of course, Chris will be back with me tomorrow to talk about more Washington Football Team news, analysis, and opinions, to be quite honest with you. A lot of this is going to be opinion-based because there's a lot of speculation going on and a lot of questions that need answers. If you have questions you want answered, shoot them over to us on Twitter, Pod is where you can shoot those or you can shoot them to me at dharrison82. Shoot them to my co-host Chris at russellmania621. Again, find Chris as well at Team980-1067, the fan in Washington, D.C. and covering your Washington football team for Sports Illustrated. Until we speak again, guys, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, be good to yourself as well. And thank you so much for joining me right here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.